Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Let's get this money. Hey, boo, hey. So today we're going to have like a little Bible study chat. Um, So this is going to be, what are we going to call this? We're going to call this Bibles and business. All right. We're going to talk about the Bible, but we're also going to tie it all into talking about business. And so what's going on, E? (laughs) So today we're talking about Esther. Esther is one of my favorite books in the Bible. And I don't know if you knew this, but I'm going to share it. Esther and Song of Solomon are the two books of the Bible that do not include God's name, right? God's name is not written in them. And I found this out, you know, a few years ago. And I think that's one of the reasons why I really fell in love with this book, because it's so interesting how God's name is not used, but he is always there. And when I first found out, I had to reread it because I was like, you're like, this is a joke. There's no way that there's a book in the Bible and God's name is not in it. But I went back and reread it. Um, I had like one of my seminary friends, I had one of them read it like in the original translation, you know, I I mean, I was just like, y'all, someone needs to help me out because like, there's no way there's the whole book of the Bible that just does not include God's name. And, you know, did all the research, did all the things. And it's very true. God's name is not explicitly stated inside that book. And so I want to recap the book in case you don't know. So the book of Esther, it's basically a story um, following this Jewish girl, her name is Esther who becomes queen of Persia. So I I can't remember what happened to the original queen, but anyway, the king like held this, I I don't want to call it a contest, but basically he was looking for another wife and her cousin Mordecai advised her throughout her entire process um, to, you know, become the queen. And she found favor with like the people that were looking after um, the like different women that were up to be the queen and all the things, right? And she, she finally becomes queen And there's this man named Haman. And Haman is a, basically he's like the right-hand man to the king. And so this man, he has a plot to destroy the Jewish people. He is, you know, against the Jewish people. And so he has a whole plot that he comes up with to destroy the people. And Haman's scheme, long story short, when when it's all said and done, Haman's scheme does not come to pass. And it's all because of... Esther, Mordecai, just all these different divine appointments and all these things falling into, falling into place that saved and delivered the Jewish people. And there's actually a festival, like a felt, um, actual festival that they celebrate to, um, you know, commemorate this experience in this moment. So anyway, I'm reading, you know, I, I, I'm always reading Esther because there's just so much in this book that I can relate to and I'm, I'm constantly just coming back to certain things in this book but when I when I was doing my research and I love doing like reading commentaries and stuff like that one thing that stood out to me that a lot of people have commented and said is that the book of Esther is about divine providence right and so providence is basically the meaning of it and this is like a official meaning so like from you know Merriam-Webster and all them um but providence is the protective care of God as a spiritual power or 
timely preparation for future eventualities. So basically just divine timing and order. And that is what the book of Esther is about. The book of Esther is all about God's protective care over us as our spiritual provider, our protector, our father, all the things, right? But also the divine timing and divine order of things. And I thought that was so interesting. And it's also mind-blowing how we can apply this same thing to our business. The book of Esther conceals the name of God on purpose. Um, it's, it's an intentional literary strategy so that we can focus on God's actions, right? We can focus on how God's, God's move, or sorry, how God's timing and how his order is seen, whether he is exp- explicitly stated or not. Um, and I guess the best way to say this is, have you ever had the feeling where you're like, Lord, I don't see a way out or like you feel like God is not there like are you even listening to me sir like I asked for this I've been praying for this I've been trying to be faithful I've been trying to show up and nothing like it's like you it's like God is not answering right and it's in those moments that you're experiencing God's providence right you're experiencing divine timing and divine order and it's not going to be on your timeline and it's something that I've had to come to terms with a lot right I've had to come to terms with just the feeling of man god like I've been waiting on this you know and it seems like I'm not getting any answers from you like I'm I don't feel like it's a no but I'm also not sensing a yes here uh and so when I think about just the entire idea of providence and I hope I'm saying this word right I've been saying it providence for years, so I hope it's right. But um, when I think of this, it makes me think of the fact that, wow, God really is working behind the scenes at all times in our lives. He orchestrates all different types of events to accomplish his good plan, right? And hopefully we get on board with it, but it's okay if we don't, because it's going to happen one way or another, right? His plan is always going to work. And when you think, when, like, to really understand providence, you have to realize that there's no such thing as a miracle, right? Like, it's not, it's not just this spontaneous thing that just happens because the universe or whatever deems it so. Like, no, things are happening according to God's spiritual power, God's divine timing, God's order. And what we, like, what appears to be normal to us, right, you know, something as simple as traffic it's actually under God's control. Like, have you ever been in traffic or, or no, this is a better one. Have you ever decided not to go somewhere and then found out later on that there was like a terrible accident and you would have, you know, been on the road at that time? And it just makes me think like, wow, you know, you deciding not to go a certain direction or a certain route or your normal route to, in your mind, it seems like, oh, what a coincidence. But really like it's God's sovereign control. It's God making, moving things in the background or just making things happen that you don't even realize and we take it for granted. And this happens a lot, right? Maybe you have a launch and things just fall into place. You just have, you know, one conversation after another conversation. And next thing you know, you're, you're, you've been talked about in rooms that you're not even in and boom, you just explode. And it's like, it, it, I mean, even the idea of like going viral and y'all, I know I sound kind of all over the place, but the story of Esther, when you really sit down and read it, it just goes to show you that we have to keep the faith, right? We have to, 
We have to stay committed to the vision. We have to try anyway, even if things seem like, man, I don't see where God is in this. I don't see, you know, what he's doing or what direction I'm supposed to go in. Or even in the mundane things, right? In the routines, you can feel like, man, like, what, what what's even happening here? But God is still working in the background. He's still, he's still putting people into your path to help you. He's still, you know, lining up that next person that you can serve deeply that's going to go on and be the mouthpiece for your business and turn things completely around from where they are today. And that is what the book of Esther really shows. And so I really want to encourage you just to take some time and read that book because, man, it is full of so many good things. And one thing I love about some of the commentaries I read is that someone said what appears to be an amazing coincidence is not a coincidence at all, but it's products of divine design. Man, like it just, that is so encouraging. That's so encouraging to know that it's not a coincidence. Like God is orchestrating all the things for his good and we get to benefit, right? We get to benefit from the blessings that happen on the back of the uh, back end of that. And so anyway, uh, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about Esther and just how this book has convicted me. Because one thing that the book of Esther really does a good job at just describing and talking about, it basically is saying to us that no matter what, God doesn't forget his promises to us. He doesn't, he doesn't forget his plan. He doesn't all of a sudden change the plan. He doesn't, he doesn't dangle a carrot in front of us and then snatch it away, right? No, at all times, God is working even when we don't acknowledge him. And, and that is something that I've found myself falling into a trap of a lot where I will, for lack of better words, forget. Like, I'll forget where my help came from, you know, and sometimes you get so kind of locked into that idea of like, you know, I've worked hard, I've done this, I've done that. But it's like, yes, okay, you have done those things. But there was also the work of God, right? There was also the things that he put into place and the people that he orchestrated to get us to where we are. And we can't forget that because in those moments where we're like praying, you know, Lord, give me this next client. What we don't know is that six months ago, you know, he was putting things into order for us so that when this time happened, we we would be taken care. So every time I read the book of Esther, it it convicts me now, like every time I read it, it convicts me and it just makes me think to myself, how often do I plan and operate without consulting God? Like, especially in my business, you know, in my life, I I tend to do like my life outside of business. I I tend to do a pretty good job at keeping God first and center, you know, but in business, it's so easy to just get wrapped up in the motions and the process and the strategy and the this and the that. And next thing you know, it's like all you're doing is tithing, right? You're not really consulting and walking in partnership with God in your business. And so... I recently, I was just reading through Esther again, like for the millionth time. And I started to pull out God's, I was pull out God's, I started to pull out where like examples inside of Esther, where God was moving and providing behind the scenes, like how he was putting things in order and just how divine timing was working. And so here are just a few places that I saw it. Um, 
first in Esther chapter 2 verse 9 where Esther just happens to find favor with the royal official that was in charge of the beauty contest so you know like I said Esther was in this contest to become queen and it just so happened right just so happened like it doesn't explain how she found favor with the royal guard she just ended up finding favor with the royal official and she was with the best one she was with the one that you know had the king's ear and while on one hand you can be like oh wow that's a like what a coincidence on the other it's like that's not a coincidence like god orchestrated that um another thing mordecai he um just so happened to overhear the plot against the king uh, this was in Esther chapter two, verses 21 and 22, where Mordecai just happens to overhear, you know, what was going to happen with the king. It's like, no, nah, he didn't just so happen to hear it. God put him in the right place to hear about it. The other, like uh, another one, the king just so happened to have insomnia and read the story of Mordecai saving his life, right? Because he didn't know. He didn't know that Mordecai had saved his life. And this is in Esther chapter six, verses one and two. He didn't know that Mordecai had his back. He didn't know Mordecai had overheard what happened and alerted people. That's not that's not a coincidence though. That's not a coincidence that he had insomnia and read the story, right? That's God moving. That is God's provision, right? Haman, the maniac, the 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 hater, right? He just happens to perish the exact same way he planned to kill Mordecai. So like Haman, he had this whole plot of how he was going to kill Mordecai and impale his body on a on a stick or whatever on a I can't explain it but it was gruesome what he what he was going to do to Mordecai was gruesome um but guess what and and I even wrote in the bible like when I was reading it I was like oh plot twist um because exactly what you set out to do to someone else happened to you and it's like yeah you could say that's a coincidence but also not really like it's not a coincidence that is God's timing that is God's order that is him moving behind the scenes and it's so easy to think like, oh, it just happened, right? Like these are just a coincidence, but it's not a coincidence. It's God putting things into order. Um, and then the last thing that I want to say is there's a part and it's, it's one of my favorite verses. It's, it's Esther chapter four, verse 14. And basically, uh, you know, Mordecai is saying to Esther, she's challenging, he's, he's challenging Esther about going to the king and, you know, telling what Haman's plan was towards the Jewish people. And Mordecai tells her, for if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. And who knows whether you have not attained royalty for such a time as this. And this scripture right here, it's, it's honestly one of my favorite verses. Um, and one thing that I noticed here with this and something that convicted me is that, you know, when he challenged Esther like this, it really just kind of brought home like, wow, God really puts all things in order for a specific moment, right? And we don't know what that moment is. We never know what that moment is, but we have to always be prepared to operate in the anointing. We need to be prepared to always operate from our calling, operate from our anointing, because we never know what time God is setting us up for, right? We don't know, okay, this is the thing until it's time. And sometimes it's scary, right? Like I can imagine Esther being nervous, like, uh, it's against the rules for me to walk up on this man. Like, 
you know, for me to just go into the king's chamber or king's court during this festival. And I, I think that she wasn't even allowed to pee there. So for her to do that, like, I can understand how she would be scared. I'll be, I would probably be low key scared being honest, but Mordecai encouraged her. And he was like, listen, maybe you were put in this position for this reason, but it's going to happen anyway. It's going to happen whether you do it or someone else. But the truth of the matter is, is that God is telling you to do it. And it's just, like th- this scripture, it, it always convicts me of just obedience, but it also reminds me of God's provision, how God set things up years prior. You know, it's, it's, it's been building up for this moment. And so, you know, it's so amazing how God is just always looking out for us, no matter what. Right. And I I had to something I had to think about and you know I don't I don't know if you ever think about how people say you know why do bad things happen to good people and I actually looked this up when I was reading this because I was like okay well I understand like everything you know like God is orchestrating things and you know all the things but you know there is that that thing in the back of my head that's like okay but bad things have happened to me too like what's good like what does this mean you know and one thing that came to me and that I, I was reading was when bad things happen to us, a lot of times we think, oh, you know, God ignored me or God is overlooking me. God's not answering. But that's not true. And I was really convicted on this as I just continue to read and understand Esther. It's not that that, it, you know, that God wants bad things to happen to us. God has a purpose. He has a plan for our entire life. And when good things happen to us, it's so easy for us to say like, oh man, like, ooh, I was lucky. Ooh, what a coincidence. Ooh, this was great. You know what I'm saying? Like, or we try to rest on our own achievements and accomplishments. And then if something bad happens, now it's all, oh man, you know, God done left me. Where'd he go? You know, all these different things, but that's not the truth, right? We can't label things as luck, a coincidence. We can't label things just as good or bad because sometimes God is putting in the work or not sometimes, God is always putting in the work, whether we can see it, you know, overtly, right? Whether we can like clearly see, oh, God did that. Or whether we're not sure, you know, whether it's just something that's him navigating and moving behind the scenes. And I don't know, I'm just so encouraged with reading Esther because I really do have those moments where I'm like, okay, God, I do not see where you are in this picture. I don't know where you want me to go in this picture. I'm I'm just hanging on by a wing and a prayer and hoping that I'm making the right decisions, that I'm moving in the right direction. And Esther reminds me that, you know what? God is always moving behind the scenes. Even when we don't see him, even when we are struggling to trust him, even when we're having, you know, experiencing obstacles or we're having those negative thoughts of like, God, I don't see the way. It's like, he's not asking us to have the plan and us to see the way, but so often we do that, right? Especially in our businesses where we're just like, trying to create the perfect content calendar. We're trying to create the perfect plan and do all these different things. And it's like, God is not asking us to do that. He's asking us to show up, to be obedient, to be the the the, the mouthpiece, right? To, to, to show up and operate and serve the people that we're supposed to serve. You know, God is moving. God is there even when maybe we're not in a, in a mind frame to even speak his name. You know, maybe we are, and I mean, this is just being fully transparent. There have been times in my life where I'm like, I don't want to talk to him. Like, I don't want to talk to God. I'm upset about who knows what. And in that moment, I don't see him, but he's still there. It makes me think about that footprints in the sand poem where 
you know, you're, the person is like, I only see one set of footprints. And he's like, that's when Jesus says, that's when I was carrying you. And it's like, man, like there are times that even when we don't want to acknowledge him or speak to him, but God is still moving things in the background on our behalf. How beautiful is that? And so something that I've just been thinking a lot about lately is how many times do we have Esther moments or have Esther experiences where maybe we don't have clarity Maybe we don't see God's hand. We don't see where he's providing, but he is. And so this is something that I'm actually going to talk a little bit more about because there are so many times in my life and my business where God, God was moving behind the scenes and I didn't see it until well after the fact, right? Until I was able to maybe reap the blessing or until I was able to pour into somebody else. That's another thing. Like I find that a lot of times when, when you're having a moment like this, it's because you don't realize that it's not about you. And it's so easy to say, like, and I've said this before to a lot of people, like, you know, business is not about you, you know, or this is not about you. Like, it's about other people. But it's so true. It's so true that a lot of times the things that we're experiencing, the hardships that we're having, it's not necessarily about us. It's something that we're going to have to heal through, work through, grow through. But it's really to help the next person. And God always, I mean, God just, he works in such a wonderful way because there has never been an experience that I've had that I haven't been able to find somebody to help me through it on the, on the end, right? On the back end. And so anyway, long story short, I just want to get back to the whole point about having this extra moment time. Something that I'm going to start doing in upcoming podcast episodes, especially on interviews, is I'm going to try to start asking people about their Esther moments, about times that maybe they didn't have clarity, maybe they were struggling, um, but in hindsight, they saw that God was providing. Because I feel like a lot of times we hear people's successes, we hear people's wins, we hear how well things are going for people, and people gloss really quickly over the 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 backstory right all the time that they were stressed out and fed up and were ready to quit ready to throw in the towel didn't understand didn't see a way out didn't think that god was listening didn't think that they were on the right path right people gloss over that part so quickly but it matters to the bigger picture right because without that they wouldn't be where they are today like something that i gloss over a lot is that i dropped out of med school but one thing that people don't understand is the journey and the process, the toll that took on me. I was in med school on the bathroom floor crying and praying and asking God, you have to help me. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was doing well in school. It wasn't that I was doing bad in school or anything. I was just miserable. And God separated me from the people that I loved. He put me, like, I was literally a whole continent away. Like, I was so far away from my family. And I was emotionally struggling. I was coming to terms with some traumas that I experienced. And they just happened to come up while I was there. Um, And just a bunch of different things happened to me. And I went into a really dark place. And I found myself every day crying on the bathroom floor. And I thought that God was not listening to me. I thought he had completely left me. I, I would write him letters. I would write prayers. I would wake up early and pray until I had to go class I was doing all these things and I literally felt like God did not hear me he didn't care about me and now what seven eight probably ten years later now I'm I'm in a whole different space and I realized that that time what I was going through in that moment I needed that because he put things in place but he also helped me draw near to him and that's something that I gloss over a lot in my story because I just say, oh, med school dropout. But there's no context as to how that period of time really changed and shift and shifted the trajectory of where my life went after that. 
And I feel like that's a moment that a lot of us miss. Um, And it's a moment that I feel like people don't talk enough about, especially when it comes to building our business in the the online space. Because again, we jump to the good parts, right? We jump to straight to the strategy, but it's like, bro, that kind of heartbreak that I experienced, that kind of just like depression almost, like just all the different things that I went through in that season really had set me up for where I am today because God was always moving. He was putting things in order. He was aligning me and he was aligning my heart, right? And this is why I say alignment is not easy. Alignment isn't just waking up in the morning and, oh, you know, the birds are chirping. So I'm just going to sit back and chill and relax and do my work from the laptop on the beach. Like that's not what alignment is. Alignment is stretching. Alignment is hard. Alignment is messy, right? That's what it truly is. But alignment is also God's provision, right? It's God providing for us and God looking out for us and God putting things in order, maybe when we don't even see it and don't expect it. So God's absence, if you're feeling like God is absent, and I'm, I mean, just, I'm going to be real. Like, I'm going to be so real. I, I feel, I've, and I have felt, not, I don't currently feel, but I have felt in the past that God was not there, right? I've felt in the past that I'm, I'm just doing this by myself. Like there's nobody here, you know, there's, I'm just winging it. Like I'm just winging life and it sucks, you know? Um, and now after reading Esther, and if I'm ever in that kind of headspace, I go back and I read Esther to remind me that even if I don't see him, which I mean, I haven't seen him. I don't know what he looks like. Right. So even when I don't see him, he's still there and he cares for me and he's putting things in order, even if I don't see it right now. He is putting something in order. He is putting something in order. He's putting somebody in place. He is, he's going to do something, something, something that I might think is a coincidence or random. He's going to connect me to somebody. I had an experience a few weeks ago where I just so happened to ran to randomly, right? In my mind, I randomly saw someone's Instagram stories and they posted about this person and this woman is like a multimillionaire and all these different things. And I connected with the woman on Instagram. I went and followed the woman that she had posted. So I had a friend who posted something uh, about a woman. I followed the woman that she posted. The woman posted me, had me on her podcast. She has like hundreds of thousands of downloads on her podcast. And the woman, when I followed the woman, she reached out to me. Like I didn't engage with her stuff. I didn't reach out to her, nothing. She reached out to me and asked to interview me on her podcast. Right. Like that is God's provision. Right. That's that's providence. Right. That is God providing and moving behind the scenes, even when we don't know it. And I could very well say, man, what a coincidence. Like what a coincidence I would see this person and then end up on this podcast. Right. I could say that. But I know the truth. I know that God is moving and always moving behind the scenes, even when I don't know it, even when I don't recognize it. And there are a lot of times in my life where I have these Esther moments, right? The med school dropout thing, like that is God working behind the scenes because I very well could not be talking to you today because I'd be a doctor. <laughs> I'd be a full-blown doctor. And you know what? I might be miserable too, right? If I was a doctor, I probably would be very miserable because I, and this is something I, I know tr- deeply about myself, I'm not cut out for like being an employee. There's nothing wrong with being an employee, but it's not something that I'm cut out for. So 
I see how God has like saved me and put me in the right spaces and moved me and put me into order and got me into alignment, even when it was something that was stressful and stretched me and overwhelmed me and was taxing, right? I could still see how he was moving. And so I hope that this was like a fun episode and I kind of got like off tangent with my notes. I feel like when I was like using my notes, I was like super scripted. Um, and then when I got off them, I was like, but, um, but yeah. That's all I want to say today. I hope to share more like transparent moments and just really encourage like my guests to have transparent moments because I am going to have more podcast get podcast guests on the show. If you guys hear this thing shaking, I don't know if I said this, but Empire has a little maraca and all he wants to do is shake it. So it's what it is. But yes, um, I'm planning to have more guests on the show. And I just really want to create more transparency in the online space, um, more transparency and just something to encourage you on your walk because I feel like something that happens a lot is that we gloss over the thing that really moved things forward and really created progress and really just kind of changed the game for us and a lot of times it's the messiest part it's the part that we may feel even a little ashamed to say and I don't feel ashamed about any parts of my story but there are things that I'm like uh you know, I don't, I, I don't want to share. And I'm not saying that you have to share those things. I want to be really clear because I'm not going to share those things. I'm just going to be honest. I'm not sharing certain things, but there are some things that you can share or that are important to the context of the conversation. And that is what I want to bring to the show. I want to bring the full context instead of just jumping in and being like, I had this vision, I had this idea, and then I made it happen. Like, bruh, <laughs> that's not how this happened. Like, Let's be real, you know? So that is it for today. If you like this episode, please send me a DM on Instagram because I feel like this one, I kind of like got a little bit in my feelings too. So I don't know. I hope you felt it because I definitely did. If you didn't, that's okay too. Um, I'm not mad about it. But if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to come and chat with me about this on Instagram. Respond back to the email if you're on the CEO Corner um, newsletter. Respond back to the email. Let me know you heard it. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thugger review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.